Welcome to the Wookiee Gunners Rebels Chat, part of the Star Wars Escape Pods Network, with your host Jonah Marie and the fives to my Rex, my mom, Maria. In episode 104, we'll be discussing season 4 episodes Darkness on Umbara, The General, Plan of Descent, and Carnage of Krell. Carnage? Carnage! Oh. <laughs> You know that all this time I've been reading Carnage and all I can think of is Don Carnage. Don Carnage. Actually, I think his name was spelled that way or maybe with a K. Okay, so Carnage of Krell. Thank you, Mommy. <laughs> that was super funny. I was like, Carnage? <laughs> I'm glad we didn't rehearse that because that was perfect. Um, and so before we head into these terribly emotional episodes, we first want to let people know how you've been doing, Mommy. How have you been doing? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing better. Surgery went well, so I'm okay. Just recuperating slowly. Surgery in the stomach area is never good. Your whole body depends on... On your midsection. Yeah, it was. But I'm doing good. I'm it doing was tough, good. but you you made it through, mommy. Yes, I did. You survived to to fight another day. <laughs> yes, I did. And I want to say thank you to all the good well wishes and to all the nice people who um gave me the get well and our prayers are with you. It was very nice to feel that love. Yeah, that was very sweet. And we also just recently got the Star Wars Resistance trailer. I don't know if you saw it. No, Did you see conversation about it on Twitter? I've seen a lot of tweeting about it, but I did not get into them. It's okay. We'll we'll probably talk about it in another episode, just because I feel like that deserves a bit more attention than what we can give it here. But it was interesting. I really liked the look of it. I know a lot of people are sort of... Yes, that I did notice. I sort of feel like the media medium use is like 50-50. Like people are somewhat <laughs> a bit... They're, they're not sure about but the, the... Specifically the art style. Yeah, because we, we were used to the, the CGI, three-dimensional... Well, it, it is CG. It's CG. It's just that it's what's called cell shading. Yeah. So it's made to look two-dimensional. Instead of three-dimensional, which is what we are more used, used to, to. Yeah. Oh, these days on things, you know? But uh, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I really didn't dive into it. I just did my usual like, 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 like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny how you you look at things on Twitter, you specifically, and then I always, I'm always i always thinking, Ma is going to get spoiled for this. She's going to get spoiled here. And it never happens. Like you see, no. like Ma is probably the only person who hasn't seen Avengers Infinity War. She just recently saw it and everything was new. Like she was not spoiled at all. No, because <laughs> I exercise what most people should be exercising, which is refrain. You know, I see things. I say, oh, okay, that's something I may be interested, but I don't want to see it right now. So there goes a like because it's something important and it's something like I, I want them to know that I like it. I like the idea. But have I seen it? Have I heard it? Am I going to look into it? Not yet. See, <laughs> that should be an option in a tweet. <laughs> you know, you have the retweet button, you have the like button, and then the button next to the like button is I like it, 
but I haven't watched it, so don't talk to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, those that's pretty much the, the big things that have happened in our lives. Otherwise, it's been the same old, same old. Yes, and looking forward to sitting back and talking, and especially now that we're going to get new Clone Wars. Oh, wait, did we talk about that? No, no we, we did not. Okay, so that's the third <laughs> item on our list. I completely <laughs> forgot. Not that, not that I forgot about the news, but somehow we had talked about it, and I thought that was part of a past episode, but I guess not. Enough for nothing, because this is one of the things that I noticed right after the announcement, uh, the 10-year anniversary. Yeah, it was yeah. uh, And um, everybody was rushing to go back and see again and watch again, and I I've seen a lot of podcasts rushing into doing their thing, which is great and awesome, and I applaud them, but we've been doing it for a while now. <laughs> Mommy! Hey, hey, you put, know? Putting on the hipster glasses, you saying know? that we've been here for... We're, we're, we've been no, doing it for been, a while. There have been, there been many, many podcasts doing it way before us. No, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not saying that there were none. I'm just saying, like, right after. Yeah, yeah. I know, uh, uh, you, you notice this rush of a lot of people yet to go back into it, and, and that was awesome. I'm not saying nothing about that, <laughs> I love that. I love the fact that it got a surge, yeah. you know. But like I said, you know, we've been doing it. <laughs> Mind you, she's like, she keeps touching her glasses as she says that. <laughs> but yeah, that was cool. And it's funny yeah. how that I, when that was announced, that panel, I thought, oh my God. I need to be at that panel. Oh, no, yes, I know. I know. I was right there. I, I was there next to you I know, when you this got was, all excited. This was, announced, this was announced when you and I and my brother were in Puerto Rico. Yes. So when I saw this, I'm, I'm, I'm working with my grandma's Wi-Fi. I was like, I need more information. I need to know. And I'm trying to look up plane tickets while we're over there and it's giving me everything in Spanish. I'm like, this is not working for me right now. (laughs) But then I I managed to make it work and I found myself over on the West Coast basically the night before. Yep. And that morning I was all wide awake and ready for Clone Wars. And it's funny because I stayed at the same hotel where I stayed at two years ago when I went to my first San Diego Comic-Con. And they gave me the exact same hotel room. It was so weird. <laughs> I felt like I had traveled back in time. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I was trying to keep to see. Because th- th- this is the way I know what Jonah is doing. Just, <laughs> I just look at Twitter. I know. Everyone so, calls me and I never pick up. You just have to look at my Twitter. Twitter. So, so, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's see what Jonah's doing now. And then I start reading and, and this announcement comes up. And i like, oh, my God. God, is she flipping, flipping out. out right now? Yeah, it was crazy. I wish I had shown more emotion. I mean, not that anyone captured it on a video or anything, but I was just so busy tweeting because people were really relying on others to share what was happening. So I, I'm like typing and at the same time, I'm just like trying to keep it all together so I can send this tweet out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
oh man, the energy in that room was I like I told some people before, it was like celebration levels of excited. Yeah. The, when when people saw that Force Awakens trailer for the first time at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim, that was a level of excitement I had not experienced anywhere before. But this pretty much matched it. <laughs> Me, the the one thing that because I'm I've always encouraged you to do and go places and one of the things that you you were saying it, it was like I don't know if I can go and I was like you know make it work try I, I always try to push because you know what yeah we we have bills we we have responsibilities but we also have to somehow find a way to enjoy the life that we have because it's just one life yeah so you know we we have to find the little moments that make it worth right and the one thing though and i never i'm never jealous of it or anything i live vicariously through you (laughs) however in this instance when i saw who went to the fashion show oh yes I was like, oh my God, why couldn't I be there? <laughs> the Her Universe fashion show, that's yes. right. That's where the doctor... Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost cried. Like, oh my, oh my God. God. <laughs> why? Why is it me over there? Yeah, I didn't even make it to the fashion show. There was so much that I had to do, you know, meet up with people and whatnot. And by the time I looked down at the watch, it was I was already in the middle of something else. And I, unfortunately, I didn't make it. And it, it looked like a good one this year, though. Oh, yeah. yeah so that was pretty man. cool. Did you see it coming? Oh, like, well, you didn't see it live, but... No. I don't think I don't think a lot of people knew that that was her until she flipped the hood back. No, I, I actually when I saw her coming down the runaway, I was like, "Oh my god, no." No, no, no. And when she flipped it, oh my God, yes. <laughs> I, I I wanted to get, I really wanted to get that jacket, the jacket that she wears with that, like the rainbow detail on yeah. it. I really wanted to get that for you, but... Yeah, uh, that that was crazy. So awesome. I, I I can I can wait. I can wait for the first female Doctor Who. Yeah. That was so awesome. When is that premiering anytime soon? Uh fall. Fall. Okay, soon. I believe it's fall. Yeah, yes. Sooner around yeah. the corner. But alrighty then. So I guess it was that's a, that. a very nice weekend for fandom. Yes, <laughs> it was a very exciting weekend for sure. And a lot of people were like, Where's Star Wars Resistance? Why didn't they show their, their content here? Um, yeah, I guess they, you know, they every, have to, every everything has its own time. Yeah, and, and I noticed, and I noticed that this is not just for resistance, but I noticed networks elsewhere with their animated content, they really show trailers and things like two or three months prior to the debut date. So people were really anxious and they were like, where's the trailer? Where's the, where's this? And I'm like, patience, man. They're gonna gonna do it. You have to remember (laughs) that this show is, yeah, it's for everyone, but it's also mainly geared towards a younger audience. And let's face it, you gotta have to have things fresh because especially nowadays where yesterday's thing is is ancient, ancient yeah <laughs> kids are are, are are jumping from one thing to, to the next to and, the other yeah so not much attention you is. gotta keep it you gotta keep them on their toes and so uh, you know maybe there were other things at play that we're not aware of but you know lucasfilm shows their things when they're ready and they were definitely ready today and man people were excited and of course, they went from 
complaining about where's the trailer to complaining about the look <laughs> of it. <laughs> so it's like, I, you know, I knew yeah, it was coming. There's, there's, there's always something to complain about. <laughs> but you can't about. let it get to you. I mean, yeah. people say what they're going to say and you just have to be on top of what you like. So if you like it, you go for it and you watch it. And, and you always have to um, take things, you know, as they come and try to look at them in a new light and something different. It may not be your cup of tea, tea yeah. but it may be worth watching. You but know what I'm saying? It, it it's could like be, it could be someone's entrance into Star Wars who's so, much younger than. So so you know you you always have to to look at at the bright side yeah. uh, and and what what can it offer? Right. What what can it give us? Right. So. Just give it a chance. <laughs> that, that's it's a good point and I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see it. Hopefully there'll be a panel at New York Comic Con. I've also been trying to get mommy to go to next year's celebration. I'm thinking. I'm thinking, thinking about, about it. it. I'm so, thinking about it because people always ask, "Where's my?" And I feel like, yeah, they're happy to see me, but they're like, "No, where's mom?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, well, you know, she's not here, but I am." Hi. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking about it because I know there's uh, a lot of things things coming. Yeah. So I, I, I really wouldn't wouldn't want to miss it. Wouldn't want to. You know, there comes a point where after a while. You you just don't want to keep watching from the sidelines. Yeah. You want to go in there you and play. Experience it, <laughs> you know? And you haven't you have never been to a convention no, before. No, not even no, the no. New York Comic Con one. No, because uh, too much people g- give me. People. Yeah, it's like claustrophobia <laughs> yeah, yeah. without the limitation of space. It's just the amount of people. people. Yeah, I mean, you, know? you get used to it though if you do it often <laughs> enough. You know, I. I I went to the to the showing with you in San Francisco. For yeah. And there were a lot of people there. So I think like, okay, you know. That was a comfortable amount. Amount of yeah. people. So, you know, maybe I'd be ready for next year. Yeah. <laughs> and that was fun. That was a fun trip. We yeah. should do that again. <laughs> Which is another reason why I, I'm thinking about it. Like, you know, another opportunity to, to enjoy time with my girl and, and just, you know, hearing yeah. her be her nerdy syrup. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> you'll hear it often. Um, it, and it'll be the 10th year anniversary of Star Wars Celebration. Mm-hmm. And it'll also be, I think, the 20th year anniversary for The Phantom Menace. And of course, the Clone Wars will be um, arriving sometime next year. So I'm thinking they might even debut it there. Who knows? There might be a panel there that we will desperately try to get into. (laughs) (laughs) I will be there at the crack of dawn. Yeah, while I'll be having my breakfast. No, you have to be there there. too. You have to be there too. Because you see, those are the things that I mm, make me think (laughs) twice of. (laughs) Because you have to. I think they might be implementing. They might have mentioned it on the website RFID technology. So you have to scan your badge. I might have been confusing it for another con though. They haven't really talked about it much. But either way, if it's uh, RFID technology or uh, wristband, you have to be present to get those, mommy. Okay. <laughs> I like I said, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
All righty. Well, people will tell you what they think you should do (laughs) once they hear this. (laughs) Anyway, moving on to the episodes here. So we start off with episode seven, Darkness on Umbara. And the fortune cookie is the first step toward loyalty is trust. Yes, I do. I agree You hear that word being tossed a lot. Yes. Throughout the episode. Loyalty, trust, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's admirable to be loyal and hold that kind of trust in someone else. But then there are people who will abuse it and who will use your loyalty against you. Which is why you have to be able to discern Mm -hmm. between right and wrong. And find your moment to say, hey, I don't think this is the right thing, you know? Right. Uh, Too often, the things that happen, happen because no one says anything. Says anything, yeah. Speak up. And you know what? Don't be afraid because bullies, sooner or later get their just desserts yeah and if we don't stand up to bullies we just giving up and giving them power right and there's also false loyalty yes krell no the what's his name um the dogma dogma had a false loyalty kind of sense no 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 he he was loyal but he was blindly loyal well yeah yeah for a false loyalty i mean like you're pretending to have loyalty for something when in, in and, fact you uh, yeah, don't okay. really have that lo- loyalty. And that, that's why I said Krell. Okay. Because he's on the outside, on the facade, he looks like he has loyalty to the Republic and to the Jedi, but he has none. None. And I think there's also a lot of blind loyalty. loyalty yes. Where you, you're just loyal because that's what you've been taught. That That's what you think is the right I thing. Think, right. But... Is it? Right, exactly. Is it the right That's thing? That's where dogma comes, comes into play. Right. And then there's the kind of royalty that Rex has. He says it so right when he says, I have a duty to these men. Yes. Yeah. You know? But we're talking about the whole, the whole yes. thing here. <laughs> so, you know, we, we find that the Republic is trying to gain control of Umbara from the separatists. And actually, one of the things that I brought up while we were rewatching yeah. the episodes was the fact that this is... I think this is the first time. I can't remember now, thinking back over the Yeah, other me seasons. neither. I, I don't think. I think this is the first time that we see, or this is the first major occurrence of seeing the Republic fighting against a local militia that has aligned themselves with the Separatists. Like before, we've seen a lot of situations where the Republic is either saving the locals from Separatist... Uh, Separatist... Uh, fleet is already there on the ground fighting right exactly and so this is the first time where we see people of that home world fighting against the republic or one of the first times that we see it and it was really interesting to see it from their point of view because from their point of view the republic is being the oppressor the the, invader invader. they're basically invading their their home world To I mean, take over it. Right, exactly. For their own advantage, for to, for to not let it slip into separatist hands. And it's just so interesting to see... Like, there was one instance after they shoot a rocket into the machine, the warm machine or whatever mm-hmm. that thing was. The Umbaran falls out of it, is almost dying, and Rex just shoots him in the a few right. times just to end his life. Right. And it was just a very powerful image because... You know, you have this Umbaran who's fighting for their home on the ground, 
And then you have the invader shooting at them and killing them. It was a very scary it, it, image. Yes, it, it, we get to see the two sides of war. Oh, yeah. Because we, we, we tend to think of war as a one side. War! <laughs> what is, is it good for? for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> so we get... Whoa! <laughs> so we get to see just one side, but here we actually see both sides. Yes. We should be looking at both sides oh, yeah. uh, more, more. More often. More often. Because a know? lot of the time we see the, the side that we naturally think is the good side because it aligns with what we believe. But what is the other side thinking? And that's why I really love the, the Mina Bonteri episodes with, uh, I think we saw those. Uh, Bonteri, she was a good friend of Padme. She was the yes, mother yes, of yes, uh, yes. Lux Bonteri and she ended up dying at one point. So you have you have people who believe in a separatist cause who aren't Dooku. <laughs> yes. And and I for all we know these Umbarans believe in that. Because and, and you know what I like about the Clone Wars? They show us how conflict and war develops and where the beginning and the end lies, you know. Mm. You like you say you have these separatists that do believe they're fighting for their freedom. And if you think about it, they are fighting for their freedom. And they're not Dooku. They're, they're not the underlying evil right. serpent, you know, making everything, moving all the dominoes into the right exactly. place, you know? Yeah. Then we have the Republic where we see all these clones and Jedis fighting against that underlying Evil. Evil, which is Dooku and and the Sith Lord and what they represent. And then, yes, at at some point it blurs into the other side, the side of the people fighting for their freedom. Right. And we get to see this here because the people of that planet are the ones fighting. It's not droids. Right. It's the people of that planet. We didn't see a droid at all in these four episodes. No. Oh, um, Uh, well, in in, in the in the space. space, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the supply ships. The supply ship. Yeah, that's right. But on the grounds, no. Yeah. It was very fascinating. Yeah. yeah. And so you have Arc Trooper Fives. Remember Fives? Yeah, fives. He, he, has, he always has that cool, cool tattoo, tattoo of the number five. That's how I distinguish them. <laughs> yeah, that's what, and that's what I really love about how they give each one a, a, Their little, own, a little, little tiny thing, thing yeah. that divides them and helps them develop their individuality. Yep. But he's part of the mission. And we also meet Dogma. Dogma had that V tattoo. That was yes. really cool. I really loved that. That was very tribal. Yeah, it's very Maori inspired. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like the moment where he tells Anakin that everything's good. And, and Anakin tells him, okay, tell the troops to take a rest. And he said, uh, thanks, sir, but I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Rex is like, the general just gave you an order go follow it and then Anakin says you know he reminds me of you back in yeah, the day because it, <laughs> I, I, I like the comment Rex uh, gives you know he, I, he's too wind up yeah you he's know? too wound up he's too by the book <laughs> yeah uh, remind, reminds me of you <laughs> <laughs> maybe when I was younger yeah back in the day <laughs> <laughs> and yeah I can imagine Rex being that wound up until he realizes that you know, you have to mold yourself to the situation. The situation. You can't yes. be completely by the book all the time. 
uh, Anakin is a perfect example yeah. of that. <laughs> Whereas Obi-Wan most of the time is trying to be by the book. And of course, there are moments when he deviates from that. Well, it, it, I don't think Obi-Wan is by the book as much as he is a Jedi, a true Jedi. He tries to follow the Jedi principles I see. all the time. You know what I'm saying? Well, but that's by the book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, I mean by the book in terms of command. Oh, or, I you see. know, they, they, they're soldiers. Oh, okay. I see. They, I see they're in mean. a war situation. You know, they're, they're in a fight and, and they're down in the ground. To me, Obi-Wan is more that he tries to be the best Jedi, the he perfect tries to be the Jedi. A plus, a plus, a plus Jedi. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So so that's why he can deviate from the fighting the war book, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he is more into the the being the Jedi. Right. And so Anakin is summoned back to Coruscant and he's summoned by the Chancellor and of course this is all uh, I don't I wouldn't say it's a ruse but the Chancellor knows that Oh this is a ruse. I knew it the moment he was called in I said something is uh, no. wrong. I meant ruse by like when he gets to Coruscant he finds that nothing is waiting for him there. Like I, I like I'm sure the Chancellor oh, has no, I'm sure he had something for yeah, him. Yeah 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 but there, but, but the uh but I the intention is to get him yeah, away because of what's coming Yes, yeah. At this point, you really start to see the similarities to Revenge of the Sith because yeah. what's one of the things that starts putting Anakin on that path is at the very beginning of Revenge of the Sith when he goes to go save Palpatine. And, and he sees a part of him where he tells him to do it. You know, yes, do it. Yes. <laughs> when he when he kills, kills Dooku finally, so uh, so yeah. At this point, you see him going to Chancellor Palpatine, and and then he leaves Krell behind to command the troops. I really like though that he said, "I can't just leave my men." You know, yeah. he's he's very loyal to the clones. Yeah, and I always love that see, about that, that character. That, I like I, I I'm not a huge Anakin fan, but I always loved his loyalty to the clones specifically. And, and that's the part that um, you know how I'm into the good and evil, and I say this is evil and this is bad, and there's no um, redemption or something whatsoever. Right? This is what makes Anakin such a redeemable character because he was not always that bad. He had elements of yeah. goodness in, in his. Him. And he shows it yeah. all through it by by the loyalty and 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 how he protect his men and he it's tries just, it, to it let, he let that get the best of him yeah. in the moments that mattered most and, so, and that's what makes so it tragic. Th- these are the things that I look in in characters for for when the question comes around can they be redeemed, you know? Right. And so Rex, after after Kanan, after Kanan, after oh Kanan, <laughs> oh my god, no, <gasps> okay, after, <laughs> mommy, pay attention, after after Anakin is gone, 
um, after Kanan is gone, after Anakin is gone, uh, Krell uh, is talking with Captain Rex, and Captain Rex says, your reputation precedes you. It is an honor to be serving you. And then Krell, you think the average the average person would say thank you. Thank that, you. That's a very nice thing of yeah. you to say. No, and I've also I've, he- I've also heard of your, your deed, your good deeds in the Republic's army, and, and I commend you. No, <laughs> that's not what he says. He says... I find it very interesting, Captain, that you are able to recognize the value of honor for a clone. What an a-hole. I remember wanting to slap him in that moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, so, don't you dare talk to my husband so, like that. <laughs> so, so when they come and tell Anakin, you, need, you know, you have to go back to Coruscant, I knew there was gonna, something was going to happen. This is a setup for something, right? But when I heard Krell utter those words, I was like, what a son of his mother. <laughs> very badly, in a very bad way. <laughs> WTF. That's right. WTF. WTF. The audacity to say that to Captain Rex, who has, on his helmet, he has... The J guys, which is a symbol of someone having done something honorable for being recognized for for his honor and loyalty. And you dare say that to him? Oh, my God. (laughs) Hold me back. Hold me back. Yeah. (laughs) And so we move on a little bit from there. And and Fives immediately picks up that this guy is not good. Fives just like. He was not having it no. from the, the the moment he uttered those words to Rex. It was like this is not my guy. So he recognizes the rude behavior, and Rex Rex at first he he continues to defend him. He says that he's a he takes it more as um a quirk. This is his quirk. This, this is this is right the way he is. Right, you know? exactly. And and then he says that if you show a little bit of respect, you'll get along just fine. And and my thought is, well, if you show me respect. I'll show you respect. It's a two-way street. It's not I give you respect and then you treat me like trash. And I remember you texted me and you said I hate Corral. Oh my god! <laughs> and I, like, I t- you know, you, did you see the tweet that I, I tweeted? Yeah, that I did. I, I saw that and 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 I went like, how did I know this was gonna end up on Twitter? <laughs> But yeah, the man has no respect. And no. I, and I highly doubt he has respect for any... I mean, obviously, we see at the very end that he has no respect for the Jedi. But I, it makes you wonder, at what point did he start deviating... Uh, that he was seduced by the dark side. Right. Basically. Yeah. He was a Jedi, and he, he, he started on the Jedi path, and became a master and whatnot, but... He must have had some traces in his personality that will make you go, hmm, you know, because you have to have that thorn already in there for somebody to twist it and make it hurt. Like Anakin. Anakin was awesome. Anakin was great. He was a, a, a cute kid. He, he, he was loyal. But and he was he had heart, But he had that thorn yeah. inside him that is what they used to get to yes, him. And, yes. and, and we all have a little thorn in some level, some, some bigger than others. And that's what gets touched and, and gets 
turn and right. makes you hurt and it's what leads you to take some choices as opposed to others. others yeah yeah I, i i mean ultimately he wanted power we are all capable yeah. it's just how, how far right you know yeah and obviously i would like to know at what point this guy just decided you know, those just turn right you know there was another character briefly briefly like you can you don't even see it it's a blur but at the very beginning of this episode when they show you the recap of what's happening you see ahsoka flying along with a character called barris offy it's interesting that she's in this episode because she's another character and i won't go into too many details i mean you're not going to remember mm -hmm. it anyway by the time we <laughs> get there, there. <laughs> yeah but the, she's a character who also starts to question the Jedi way and certain things develop you know that little thorn does get yeah. twisted yeah and, and it's okay to question it's you know the level to which you will go down right the, the, the rabbit the hole, hole yeah are you willing to, to go, go when you're questioning exactly right? yeah And so as they're walking along, carrying out their mission, Rex requests that the men, after walking for so long, that they take a break. Hours. Yeah, what the heck? 12 hours walking. I walk two hours and I need to take like a whole day's worth of a break. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, not only does Krell address him by his number. Oh my God. Oh boy. When he called him by the number, all I can think of was um, the strain I used to watch that show. There's this Holocaust survivor. He's very old. He's in his 70s. And he's been uh, taking care of himself because he has this, this fight against this evil darkness that wants to take over the world. And the Nazi person that used to be his incarcerator when he was in, in the concentration camps is the one that he is now fighting because he's the number one guy of the evil one right, right? and he calls him by his name the, the number you know the numbers right. they tattooed right. on on, on, yeah, the on their, their uh, yeah 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 he calls him by the wow. number and when he when Krell calls uh, Rex CT 7567 I was like oh my god it gave me shields because it just reminded me of the Jewish that yes. being marked with those numbers Lord. and yeah. this guy calling this awesome old guy because he was very old but he was so awesome and such a hero calling him by that number i'm like oh, yeah god and you strip away someone's so, personality you, you strip uh, away and their humanity humanity and you exercise a power over them yes by doing that and oh it's disgusting oh. and he refuses to call him Captain, Captain or Rex. Rex. And all of them, because he then he started using their designations for the others, others as well. Yeah. Um, the, the designation of five, the yeah. designation of, uh, of um, Jesse, Jesse and, and Harkes. And, and, and I'm like, it's Jesse. It's five. <laughs> it's Harkes. Yeah. yeah. And you know what's sad too is that I've, I've come to know some Star Wars fans who think of the clones as a very expendable resource like they don't really care for these episodes look, I, I, it's shocking like i've seen i've seen that kind of behavior look, I, i'm the first one and i've said it many times you know there's casualties in war i'm not gonna say that that i wish that none of them died because they are in a war and they're 
gonna die. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what what is, is it good for? for? Absolutely nothing. Hurry up! <laughs> you <know>? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so you know, um, I accept the fact that they're gonna die. Right. But don't disrespect them. Because yeah. their their lives that are being lost show some respect. Right. It's that easy. Yeah. And so... And yes, we know these are cartoons, people. It's just, it just gets no, us. It gets a, us. It's an example of things that have happened. Happened, yeah. It, it, it lies down with reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so not only does he call him by his number, but then he also guilts them into saying, you know, there's this unit out there that's waiting for us to complete our mission, to do what we have to do. And if we don't do that, then we're the failure and we fail them. Like, I understand that there's a mission at hand, but there's no way that you can accomplish that mission if you drive your men to the ground. It's sickening if you guilt them into saying, you know, yeah, I don't need a break. He's horrible. He's horrible. He's a horrible person. (laughs) And so... Instead of following Anakin's plan, which was to go about it stealthily by sending in a few people and making sure that there was the least amount of casualties by going around the sides and whatnot, Krell orders them to take the main route. It's like you're you're basically exposing your men to the most obvious way into the capital city. And he wants them to do a full frontal assault. And it's like the stupidest scene that you could possibly do. <laughs> Next to just going, hey guys, I'm right here. Yeah, shoot me. Shoot me. <laughs> Strategically, he's not an effective leader. leader. And my question is, why is the Jedi even letting him? Fives mentions it. He's like, this guy has the most casualties under his name. And nobody questions Is nobody this. questioning this? Like, why Why is it that more clones are dying under him than clones under Obi-Wan or clones under Anakin or clones under Quinlan Voss or anyone else? And the answer to that is the end justify the, the means. means. Because he has the most casualties, but like our blue friend... Thrawn? Uh, Thrawn. <laughs> he brings wins and when you're winning that's all that matters right that's true and that clouds judgment it's funny because i was actually giving them the benefit of the doubt i was thinking oh maybe because they're spread out too thin they don't have that many resources in terms of generals because he brings the most wins so even if the most clones die he still brings the most wins and that clouds judgment. Right. That's a shame because they're essentially sweeping it under the rug. rug. Yeah. We're ignoring this because you actually bring results. Yeah. And they're all about supposedly a cherishing life and, and you're not really doing that. <laughs> not only are you... Because n- now... Not- they're under a command. They're in a military structure. Yeah. Not only that, but the Jedi are using an army that doesn't even have a choice. Like, how is that even right? You're breeding an army, using them for your own gain, letting, letting them think that they're doing this for the good of the galaxy without even giving them the choice to do it in the, the first, first place. place. So it's like, not only are you doing that, but then you're also just ignoring the fact that there are a whole bunch of them dying under this guy's command. And so they're taking heavy fire. Rex commands everyone to fall back, even though he was told not to. Krell, who is safely standing 
far, far away from where he's, uh, you know, Anakin at least charges in yeah. with them. But you have this guy who lingers in the back and uh, and watches from afar. Fives mentions this. Yeah, Fives does mention it. It's good of him to do so. They fall back. He realizes that they do this and they he eventually reprimands Rex. And he says that you're the reason we failed. We should have kept charging forward. And Fives defends Rex. Then he pulls out a, the lightsaber. Oh, oh, that that was like, oh my god, that 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 right there. If it wasn't the moment where it becomes apparent, I don't know nothing else. Because <laughs> how are you gonna pull? It's like pulling the gun on your own men. men. Yeah, like oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I still remember watching these episodes for the first time and being astonished when I saw that because what leader does that to their own men? And and he, and Rex says it. Rex confronts him. And I love this about him. He confronts him while still while the saber is still ignited. Yep. Like he could have easily lost his head. And, and he says, as sure as it is my duty to remain loyal to your command, I also have another duty to protect these men. Like, it's not just about accomplishing the mission for the good of the galaxy. I also have to make sure that these guys make it through. The things that these guys go through, it really gives you a, a glimpse into what war is really like yeah. for a lot of people who have gone through it. The very end of it, uh, I'm skipping ahead, but the very, very end of it, it, it just leaves you saddened by the state of things now with veterans and, you know, what happens to them. Yep. It's very, very sad. And once again, people, people need just to start standing up. Right. And so we move on to the second episode. That was just the first. That, that was, was just, just the first, and it's four. <laughs> oh my God, Jonah. Uh, you need to sing the song. So in episode eight, The General, the fortune cookie is The Path of Ignorance is Guided by Fear. Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. You make stupid decisions when ignorant you're afraid. Decisions when you're afraid. Yep. And then we have Krell and the men are told to capture an airbase because this airbase is supplying the Umbaran with defenses and other ordinances and and, and it's not allowing uh, the the uh, other side commanded by Obi Wan mm. to take over the 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 city. The city. That's right. Uh, the men at this point are arguing back at, at Captain Rex. And, you know, they're saying that this is another suicide to be doing what they've been asked to do. And Rex points out that Anakin has been reckless in the past. He's done this kind of stuff before. And this is the part where Five says, yeah, but Anakin would lead us and would actually be in uh, contribute front. in the front while this guy is standing out of the way in the back and protecting his own self while all these men get slaughtered beneath. Rex continues to, in a way, defend Krell. And he, he's defending the, the, the command. Right, right. Because it's not Krell that he's defending. He's defending the command. Right, the structure. Sure. Yeah. And so in saying, and he also says that he's a proven war hero. And, and Fives points out that he also has the highest casualties. 
And Rex says, we're soldiers. We have to, we have a duty to follow orders. And we, and if we must, we'll lay down our lives for victory. And fives, he says, you believe that? Or is that what you're engineered to think? And Rex says, I honor my code. That's what I believe. And I like that really when we see Rex at the very end telling Dogma that a good soldier, yeah, follows orders, but they also have to determine what's right and what's wrong. The clone that essentially started thinking that way is Fives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is that what you really believe or is that what you were engineered to think? Because if you're engineered to think that, then you can't tell the difference. You just do it blindly. And Fives is really what inspires Rex to analyze what's wrong and how can I fix it? Mm -hmm. And so the men get attacked by the Umbaran. I call them worm thingies. I don't know what they're called. I I don't know what the heck the Umbaras are. Like, I don't understand. You you explained this to me, but I'm still like, don't get it. It's like you're a soldier in steroids or something? Yeah, it's it's essentially what, if I remember correctly, because we've seen Umbarans outside of of those suits and and there was one actually a senator ages ago i think i want to say season one Uh, another one is sly moore i think that's her name she's like uh, one of the people that is always by palpatine's side what the suits if i remember correctly filoni said that it's more of something that gives them energy like it it allows them to sustain themselves longer so you know how the clones got tired after 12 hours well these guys don't get tired after 12 hours because of that suit so that that's what that was it's not that they can't breathe their their atmosphere as far as i know that's not the case yeah they're crazy things they're coming from everywhere from (laughs) yeah and they were very advanced in their technology way more than the Republic's yeah. own forces had... They had some amazing technology. Yeah, and they also had these spider-like things, and Krell continues to insist that they move forward. And it's like, dude, do you not see <laughs> that this is impossible? Unless you want one or two of them to survive, that's what's going to happen if you keep telling them to go, to go forward. forward. Rex, in the meantime, comes up with a plan to send Fives and Hardcase. He makes a decision. So, he, yeah. he, he, he decides, okay, we, we, we have to hold, we have to advance, but I'm going to do something right. to, to make this possible, a possible uh, you know, success. So he sends some Fives sort. and Hardcase to do that so they can steal some of their weaponry and be able to take down the tanks Krell finds this out and he tells rex if you don't do what i tell you i'm going to relieve you of duty and in the back of my mind i'm like okay what does that even mean for a clone if you court martial or or relieve a clone of his duty what does that ultimately mean? Is that is that you telling him that they, he will be leaving the army? No, that they're, they're incarcerated. That is so they're wrong. Detained. <laughs> they, and I believe they do mention this in the sense that in, 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 I think it's in the next episode or so. They say, you know, I, I'm I'm willing to become martial and and relieve of duty and you know spend my time in basically in jail. That's ridiculous. Yeah. They're not given freedom. Because to me, as someone who's not part of that... They're put to work somewhere else. Yeah, because I, I, I don't... Um, I've never been through the army. I, I know people who've been in it. But I, every time I hear the words relieved of duty, I, I take it literally. They're being relieved of their... Re- relief of duty means that 
you're still a soldier, but you're no longer going to be doing what you were assigned. Mm. You're going to be assigned on something, something else. else. I see. But you're still a soldier. Right. You know, you're, so you're, you're not relieved from the no, Republic's no, army. No, 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 no. You, you're still a soldier. You're still serving. It's just you're no longer doing what you were supposed to be doing. You're, you're removed right. from whatever position. Right. Got it. So then Fives and Hardcase, they go to the Ambaran Air Base and they end up taking the ships and they have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> they take it out for a joyride, basically. That, that, it was so funny. Yeah. This, is, this is a very light, funny part in, in a otherwise the, very, very dark... dark episode because they're enjoying their sell themselves in their joyride they're going around and around and and, and uh, um who was it hard case was yeah. it like Woo-hoo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all fun and he was going around yeah. and around and, yeah. <laughs> and, and then krell he says that it was luck that they got through. He, he does not acknowledge the determination, the determination, and, and the, the and the skill to come up with that type of plan yeah. to take a hold of a base. Two men. Yeah. So all those men that die in a frontal didn't assault need didn't need to die. Yeah. Which is why Anakin had the plans that he had, had. because he knew in a guerrilla type of way like i sent a couple here and a couple there you were gonna accomplish more than just going frontal yeah with no care yeah rex says it wasn't all luck sir a lot of men died to take this base and krell says the price for such victory perhaps someday you'll realize this and and you see Rex clenching his hands. Sense. It's like he, he just wants to punch, punch him guy. right in the face, <laughs> right in the kisser. <laughs> and Five says he's the one who'll never realize. Yeah. Because a lot of men died needlessly. Listening. So in episode nine, Plan of Descent, the fortune cookie is the wise man leads, the strong man follows. And actually in Star Wars, because I, I tend to grab these from the StarWars.com website, the StarWars.com website had the ignorant man follows, the wise man leads. So there was a kind of a, a difference yeah. there. Even if you think in terms of just command, the high-ranking officers tend to be the supposed wise people and then the lower ranking soldiers are the strong men that are the ones putting their lives in in the front but in here it's different because the leader is not the wise man no the you supposed know? one, yeah, exactly. And um, the strong man, the ones that said, are, yeah, it's the ones that are considered pawns, the ones that, that are, are leading and yeah. thinking yeah. and 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 strategizing. Yeah, it was a very quirky use of the fortune cookie because if you take it literally, the leading man is not definitely is not the wise man. You know, no, no, not at all. And so Krell relies on Rex's loyalty to round up the men. The thing is, they're tired. Each one is a suicide mission. Yeah. There's no thought or care strategy put into it. And Five is the one to suggest, let's just use the Umbar and Starfighters to destroy the supply ship, this other supply ship that 
is giving the Umbarans what they need. Rex, you know, he passes on this plan to Krell, as as he should. And Krell, in the end, says, I'm afraid I can't afford to waste any clones on frivolous adventures. But the thing is, he's totally fine with wasting clones. And here's where the wise man and the strong man follows. Uh, Five is basically the wise man here. And the strong man that follows are... Harkase and um, Jesse, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. and they take it up on themselves to do the right thing. Right. And so Fives says that they should just go with their plan and deal with the consequences mm-hmm. later because he feels like anything is better than a suicide, suicide. mission that will compromise and, and, and kill all these he men. Doesn't, he doesn't want any more men dying, dying needlessly. No, nobody does. Um, and, and Rex, well, Krell was. Oh, yeah, Krell. Yeah, yeah. But I know, I know Anakin would have commended Fives yes. for coming up with that plan. He would have he taken it like that. Like, yes, let's yeah, do that. Do, go for it. And Rex says that they would be court-martialed. And he says, I can't. And it's interesting, his choice of words. He doesn't say, if you get captured. It's when you get captured, there's nothing I can do. And it's sad because you want Rex to be like, you do it, I'm going to have your back. <laughs> yeah, but but he's still in, you know, he's still trying to be the, the honorable good soldier. soldier. Yeah. yeah. But he also understands where Five is coming from. Right. So he's not blowing the whistle on them. Right. But he makes sure that they understand, look, uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to say nothing. Go for it. But... When it uh, happens, happens, I'm not going to be able to, to do anything. But he about tries, it. though. Yeah, yeah, he still does, goes for <laughs> it. So at, at one point, Rex tells Fives that this whole thing is about honor. And Fives tells him, where is the honor in marching blindly to our deaths? And, and Fives says he doesn't want to follow an order that is wrong and that he's not just another number. Yeah. And he's right in thinking that way. He's not just another number. And it's sad that he's not being given the the respect and commendation that he deserves for coming up with this plan and for wanting to do the right thing and not have men die. The, the, you know, uh, we, we keep trying to avoid this, but they are slaves, they are. In essence, in they essence. are slaves. They were genetically created. They were mass produced and conditioned and even violated in the worst way because they were implanted with a ship that will take over their own thoughts yeah, exactly. at one point or another. And then they were put in this situation of losing their lives for something that they didn't even choose because... From the word go, they were basically slaves. Yeah, it's oh god, it's just and the whole the whole concept is like you say, it's disturbing. It really is. Regardless, and and this goes to the, the the heart of a lot of problems today. Regardless of where you come from, regardless of the circumstances of your birth, you have. A right you you have rights you have choices and nobody should impose their own views and their own way of life 
on you. Exactly. And, and I know we we brought this up in another episode uh, a while back, but the island with mm-hmm. Obi-Wan, yeah. <laughs> with Ewan McGregor, what, they were creating Getting clones cones. so that they can harvest their, their organs. organs for their original and the, the the whole idea, yeah, the whole concept of, is, of breeding a like, human. A, oh. Humanity has a lot of flaws, and and we have committed a lot of atrocities. But it, it's always being in a way where it's a section of the population, not the whole population. And this other concept of the island, it was. Everybody knew why right. these people were being right. bred, right. and everybody was, was okay, okay with, with it. it. Like, like at what low point on, on humanity's history, the whole moral right. morality just disappears. Yeah, threw it to, out the window to the point. Okay, I'm gonna create these clones, and because I'm creating them, they're not people. They don't matter. Exactly. Doesn't matter if it hurts them, if if they think, if they have uh, feelings. Feelings. No, no, no. I created them. Therefore, I can dispose exactly. of them. Exactly. And it's a lot like what's his name, Ian from from Jurassic Park, where he says. You know, your scientists were thinking about that they could, but they never stopped to think that they should. Yeah. You know, should should we do it? Uh, Can can we do it? Of course. We can do it. Should we do it? Should we do it? That's a whole different ballgame. Right. And that's where uh, these morality and, and, and ethical guidelines are supposed to come into play. Right. But apparently we just dismiss them now, at some see, point or now another. Now I want to watch the island and Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> and so Hardcase is trying to figure out this Umbaran starfighter because the first time around they were not really good at it and they were twirling around like crazy. <laughs> so he's trying to figure it out and everything goes haywire. Great. Oh my God, they destroyed everything. everything. And so it's so funny that this is so similar to Han in A New Hope oh. trying to calm the situation down as best he can. So you have Fives doing the same thing over the comm link. And it's just so funny because the, another lighthearted moment in a, in a very dark situation. And, and they're so bad at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're so bad at lying. When <laughs> they managed to get away with it and they eventually take the fighters and Rex tries to cover for them and and dogma insists on ratting them out because he knows what they're up to uh, i like it when when rex uh, uh, you sort of like um, confronts him confronts them and where are you going <laughs> you know yeah it's, it's just, we, we we need to seek out for some says why don't you tell me what you want to tell him and i'll go tell so him, yeah. he used the the chain of command, command yeah you tell me I tell Krell. Yeah. And at that moment, Dogma and the other one just say, okay, goodbye. Yeah. See you. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, top was the other one with the tear, uh-huh. the tear on his cheek. And yeah, and Rex is like, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you're so sexy. I love you so much right now. <laughs> 
I was practically saying sexy. He's so sexy throughout the whole thing. <laughs> and so they, and, and that was another thing that I had brought up. The fact that there are some people, I, um, some, some of my friends find certain clothes more attractive than others. And ultimately they're, they're, you know, at the very base coat, they're all the same. But yeah. there are the little subtle the differences. things that makes them that different. different. And, and you find one more attractive than the other. So I love the bold ones. The bold ones, yeah. <laughs> yeah, every time one bold one comes, like the, the bold one that had this, uh, he had this tattoo on his face that it wasn't tribal. It was more of like, like if it was a, a chakra or something. Around. Oh, and you, I know what you're talking about. That was that's actually the uh, Republic symbol. Okay, so that that, that was, was uh, just Jesse. That is so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I like mine uh, with a bus cut and blonde. That's uh, that's Rex right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know a lot of them who love fives, and he it's, he has that that nice, nice little, little goatee thing yeah, going on the there with the you know <laughs> yeah. hair just cut straight. Yeah, up yeah, and it looks very very nice on him. And then there was Captain Keeley from way back, and he had this buzz cut too, and like a very thin. I was like, oh my god, this guy is fine, and like they're all fine because they're, fine. <laughs> they're, the they're, all, they're essentially the same. <laughs> And I don't know, but also uh, I think this will be a fine time to say Bradley. Oh, D. Bradley B- Baker. Baker. Oh, D. my Bra- God. He, he, he's, he's, he's unbelievable. He's a master at what because, he does. Because, you know, if you, if you listen very, very hard, you know it's the same person. Yeah. But somehow in the heat of the moment, in the moment where everybody's talking at the same time, he manages... To give it a little quirk, you know, in, in the voice. And it's unbelievable. And then the way he tracked. How do you track this? Like, <laughs> how do you keep in mind this is... Th- the way I'm talking right now, this is this character. And the way I'm talking now is that how do you keep that? Yeah, he's, you know? he's actually talked about that and a few other things. So I'll have to look them up and show them to you. And so Fives and the others, they are off to where they need to be. They find a whole different battle up there. Yeah. And so they have to... I, I like their, their face when they they come into the stratosphere yeah. outside and say, whoa, yeah. like, because there has the whole battle going up yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah, and so they manage to find the ship that they need to be in. They go in. That's when we see the droids. And they, they're just about to get to where they need, but the ratio comes up, and they can't get through. And that's when Hardcase decides to act... Uh, Basically sacrifice, sacrifice himself. himself. Fives was telling him, basically ordering him to stay in his ship. But what does a good soldier do? They determine what's right in that moment. Is it right for me to stay in here and try to save my own skin? Or is it right for me to go out there and sacrifice myself for the good, for the cause? And that's what he ends up doing. And he goes and, oh my God, I remember the first time I saw that, I was in tears. Poor hard case. Because he, he, he says in the beginning that... Um, you know, they, they told him that... He was his, so energetic. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> was apparently there was an accident in his in his spot yeah, uh, that ended up making him very hyperactive. Yeah. You know, very like, mm, going there. Yeah. And, and at this moment, you see that his choice was not one of impetuous. No. Uh, he very knew thoughtfully... Very thoughtful, very methodical, and taken in a sort of 
calm he way, was, you yeah. know, unlike the way he had been all through the <laughs> episodes, which was very hyper, yeah, you yeah. know, and crazy, like, woo, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was an amazing scene to see, you know, all, all through the, the episodes before you've seen losses, but this one just hits you. Yeah. Well, because you get to know the character yeah. and you see up close when he says, you know, live to fight another day. Yeah. I can't, but you guys can. Yeah. So Fives and Jesse manage to get out of there just in time, and they head back. Rex sees the results of it up in the sky, and he smiles. Oh, that gorgeous smile. Oh, my God. And then Fives and Jesse get back, and they're taken to Krell, and he, he says that they're going to be court-martialed and that they're going to be sentenced to execution. Well, initially it was court-martial, and that could mean execution, but that could mean something else. It's Krull later deciding to No, no, he actually, at the end of the episode, he determines that it's going to be execution. That's what I'm saying, but initially it was court-martial. They they only thought thought, that they were only going to be court-martial, you know, arrested, sent to the Briggs or whatever. They Uh, didn't think it was going to lead to that. Yeah. Yeah. With Krull? Krull? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And finally, oh, well, you need to do the song. It's so nice that I don't have to drop audio or anything like that. And you know, it's funny because um, when I first started this podcast, I thought, oh, man, should I like actually incorporate Star Wars music into this? And I know a whole bunch of other podcasts do, but I was always afraid of, oh, man, what about copyright? I don't have the license to be doing this. <laughs> Which is why our theme song is actually a song. That song, actually, I went to... Uh, Do we have a theme song? The song that we... At the start of the podcast. The the rock and roll song that I have. Really? Oh, my God. Jenna, remember, I don't <laughs> listen to myself, okay? I rely on the memories of the things that I say. I don't listen to myself. Okay, well, in our episodes, Mommy, it starts off with a song. Oh, my God. It's not a Star Wars song. I The reason I picked it is because it gave me a 90s rock and roll vibe. And so I, I, I love the 90s because the, they're the best decade. And so... Whatever. Okay. <laughs> and so I I went with that and I went to a website. Uh, I think it was a sound. Uh, I forget what it was, but it's a, a site where you find samples of music and you buy a license for them. So that's what I did. I, I found and I legitimately bought this song to be used in this context and and it's ever since then, I'm like, should I should I use uh, Star Wars music? Should well, I- uh, I- I'm sorry if I'm infringing on anybody's <laughs> license, but and so the fortune cookie for episode ten is our actions define our legacy. Yes, yes what you do, do matters. Yes, it's not only. In the moment, but it also affects, affects the, the future yes. and, and whatever comes yeah. after. Yeah. Even for little things. Yeah. Because um, that's what your ge- future generation will remember of yeah. you. And so Krell wants to use their execution, the execution of Fives and Jesse, as a message that 
he's the one in control and to prevent others from disobeying orders. And that's like the worst possible example that you can use for for enforcing that kind of power. And he says that he's seen it before. And he says that it's, it's a result of being defective. Yeah, he he blames everything on the fact that they're clones. Yes. That they're um, genetically engineered and, and therefore there are mistakes within them. It's like, oh, God, it's you're so revolting. Uh, yeah. Even Fives is telling Rex that he's using your loyalty against you. And he says he needs your loyalty to control the others. Yeah. Because without you, I, I, I'm pretty sure the guys would have would have jumped on him and tried to do something. Yep. But Rex is the one that's holding everything together and, and, and rounding up the men and keeping the morale Being high. the leader. The yeah. leader. The, the one in the forefront. Right. You know. And so Dogma is the one who's carrying out the execution. Yeah. And Fives says, I hope you can live with yourself after this. It's crazy, really, to think of a... I mean, no, we've seen it before. We saw Slick in uh, the very, very early episodes. The one who had tried to save his brothers, essentially, by giving away information to Ventress. Yeah. And he essentially betrayed his brothers in doing so. You see different kinds of clones making choices that they think is right, but... At the end of the day, it's it's not. What Slick did wasn't right, and what Dogma is doing right now is not right. And Fives, once he's standing in the line for the firing squad, which is a very difficult thing to see. Yeah. You know, people... You're basically looking looking at at yourself. Yeah. Essentially... He says, no clone should have to go out this way. We are loyal soldiers. We follow orders, but we are not a bunch of unthinking droids. We are men. We must be trusted to make the right decisions, especially when the orders we are given are wrong. That You know how we've had conversations of what makes a good soldier? Okay. That and makes a that, good soldier. And that, like, he summarized it perfectly. That's what a good soldier is. Dogma tells the squad to fire like he's not even paying attention or even consuming this information he tells the squad to fire and they do but they all purposefully miss yes and and they throw their weapons to the floor letting everybody know you know what he's right yeah and i'm not i'm not an unthinking droid i have the ability to make that decision myself and they realized that this was not the right thing to do. And Krell summons Rex, and he talks down to him uh, by calling him a clone. And I love this. this the, yeah. It's, this it's, moment where he says, it's Captain, sir. sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> we know Jonah. He's sexy. He is sexy. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, even though they were supposed to execute these clones, it's out of the minds right now because they have to go and, and carry out another mission. And he also warns them that the Umbarans have taken their armor and their weapons. Yes. So to not back down from whatever right. you see, they, to move forward. So they all go in thinking that their enemy yeah, is, is disguised like them, them, you know, from having taken the armor from dead bodies that have been laying around. And so you see this this battle break out. 
Rex, at one point, he realizes that one of the downed soldiers that they just killed doesn't look like an alarm. He sees the chin and he takes the, the, the helmet off and he sees a clone. And then that's when it hits him that they're not fighting the Umbarans. They're fighting their own people. And he's, he runs and he risks his own life by taking off his own helmet and, and telling everyone to stop firing. And it's a very disturbing, terribly emotional moment. And, and you can actually see in the horrors the 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 horror and and the 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 emotional toll that it takes uh, knowing that i just killed my my brother my own when rex falls to his knees and holds his head it's turmoil is is, is in him because of what they've just committed and they find you know they're they're confused they're like why were we told to fight each other and and they find one of the clones that was leading the other unit, and it was Waxer from the Ryloth episodes. Oh my God! He had the the little the Numa, Numa drawing, drawing on his, his helmet. helmet. The first time I saw this episode, almost everyone I know said the same thing. They broke down crying. Yeah, the tear on top of it that escapes Waxer when he says that. We were told to fight, and, and it was you. And that's the last thing he's, he says. Yeah. It still gets me. I, like, watched it earlier, and I was crying in yeah. the back. Like, I, I, every time I see that moment, it, it just breaks my heart. It's, it's a betrayal. Yeah. It's a betrayal. To me, honestly, it's even worse than that little ship they have in their brains. In this instance, I can see that because this is them believing in something, something going forward and trying to fulfill it and it's it's what you said it's an utter betrayal yep. from the person that they were supposed to trust and believe in and they find out that what they just did is the worst possible thing you could do you kill your own brother yeah i don't have words to describe that and and then you never really see the repercussions from this no. you don't get to see the psychological impact this has on a person and and we know it because we have it in our own reality but you don't see it play out and i wish that we could have seen it play out in in these episodes because sometimes the only way you can get through to people is through the media they watch my my thing with this whole thing is that it puts into perspective what we ask our own armed forces to go out and do. do. Because we know for a fact that going out there and killing other human beings, regardless of whether they're the enemy or not, it takes a toll yeah. on the psyche of a person, of a good person, of a person that is just doing the right thing, that is is doing the, their duty and and fulfilling the, the honorable ideal right. of, of fighting for their country. It, it, it fundamentally changes you. you. And, and I, I remember I was watching a documentary one time. Remember I was mm-hmm. telling you about uh, the vet- this veterans documentary that I watched. And there was this one guy who was in Vietnam and he was in a swampy area and he sees the enemy and he tells the the, the, the the other other guy pulls the gun on him and the US soldier 
tells him to put the gun down or else I'm going to shoot. But the other guy makes the move to attack and the U.S. soldier has no choice but to defend himself and he shoots this guy. And when he gets closer, it's just a, a teenager. Yeah, a kid. A kid. And and then there was another soldier who was in Afghanistan who was there to deal with some of the artillery or, or something that was on the road and it had gone off it had killed some of the locals and this guy is there to analyze the situation and he's trying to analyze it but all you hear all he hears in the background is the women wailing Waiting and crying and because of the people that had just died and he in that instant felt like he had to pull out his gun and kill them because he was he was on the verge of breaking and he knew, and he said, I knew in that instant that I had to get out. Because it, it changes you. Yeah. To put it into perspective, in this situation, it's, it's brother killing brother. Right. You know, war should not be thought out. And it just kills me when people just see it as a solution. See it as a, solution. a human history is a very sad history. Then the kind of history that is bound to repeat, repeat itself. Because it is. It, it is repeating itself right now. Anyway. <laughs> uh, now Rex is on a mission. Oh, yeah. He yeah. is not taking it anymore. No he, he, he's done a complete about face on what loyalty means. Yes. Though. Loyalty does not mean me following blindly your orders. Loyalty means doing the right thing yes and so he tells his men that what he's planning to do is considered treason so they go and they march back to the airbase and it's very reminiscent of when anakin and the clones march to the jedi temple to kill the jedi and they're there essentially to arrest and or potentially kill this jedi so it was very similar in that sense oh and then, then when they get up there they confront him and he says it's treason then and that's exactly what palpatine says when mace and the other jedi come to arrest him and that's when he goes crazy and then essentially that's what happens with krell he goes crazy as well yeah they surround him they explain they want to know why why did you do this he, he starts attacking. He says, I will not be undermined by creatures bred in some laboratory. Like, yeah, he, he just keeps putting them, them down. down. And you know what? In a way, this gives me some sort of um, idea of what the, the thorn that gets twisted in Krell is. What, what do you think made him turn? Discrimination. It's, it's that idea or concept that there are all the creatures that are lesser than him. Yeah. Or that he has been subjected to... To some sort, sort of, of discrimination, discrimination, which makes him adopt that same right. ideal. Because it, it does happen that when you are discriminated against, you could end up discriminating against others, others yeah. uh, as a consequence. Yeah. So like uh, violence begets violence, uh, yeah. you know? So that right there gives me an idea of what that little thorn in right. and now could have I have the power, power to do something about back. it. Yeah. And so Dogma stops Rex and the others, and Rex says, I used to believe being a good soldier meant doing everything they told you. That's how they engineered us. 
but we're not droids. We're not programmed. You have to learn to make your own decisions. Again, it's very heartbreaking to know now that they were engineered with that chip. Yeah, but this gives you also a window into how come some of the clone, some of the clone overcame the the, the programming because uh, somebody with a strong view, you know, could in essence overcome something else that may somehow affect them or change try to change them if you have that very individual personality and you've been influenced a lot to be thinking on your own it does somehow overpower the effect of the yeah you you could you the chip will take over but you have a chance of overcoming it. it yeah and so top comes up with an idea specifically and they use the plants that were basically killing some of the clones whenever they stepped on them. Uh, they used that plant to be able to distract. Crow, he was on a uh, rampage. rampage. And, 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 and he was not going to be stopped. Oh, no. no not so, by ordinary means. No. He stepped over one of the, the plants and then he realized that's what he, this they could use, use. Yeah, to throw him off balance mm-hmm. and, yeah. and distract him. And that's when they used the stun on him and they rendered him unconscious. Rex, again, he wants to know why, why did you do this? And Krell says, because he can. Isn't that the worst? Yeah. Because I can. Yeah. The audacity of some people. You think yourselves to be so superior yeah. that... Just because you can do it. Exactly. And he says, I am no longer naive enough to be a Jedi. And he refers to how the Republic will cease to exist and that something, a new order will come up and take over. It makes you wish that someone like Obi-Wan had been present or, or someone, you know, to really consider what this man is saying. And then Rex calls him a separatist they're they're in the mentality where it's black and white you know you're a republic you're part of the republic or you're a separatist nobody's really thinking of except for the jedi thinking of sith but nobody's really thinking about that outside of the jedi it's either you're a republic or you're a separatist. separatist and so they decide that in the end that he's a threat he's a threat to them all and not not only that but he's a threat to the republic and to the jedi so they need to execute him. And Krell starts telling Rex he's scared, that he has fear. And, and that's such a classic Sith move to call on someone else's insecurities. To manipulate them. To manipulate them. them and to, to scare them into not doing what it is that they have to do. And I remember you said, no, I don't want Rex to kill him. I don't him. want him, yeah. I yeah. was like, what? Why wouldn't you want no, him to? No, because it, it will change him. It will be on his mind forever. He is, in essence, executing a man without due process. process which is what he was against when Krell insisted on doing the same to Jesse and, and, and five. Fives. So if he had done that, he would not have been Rex. That's true. He would have stopped being the person who he is. Sometimes we do see doing the right thing as the wrong thing. We think that by following the rule of law, that somehow we're weak and we're not providing justice. But the truth is that the moment you go against that, the moment you 
stop and, and you you basically become what you're fighting against. And if Rex had pulled that trigger, it, it would have been, been no, better. Better, no better than Krell. Yeah. And you can excuse it and you can put all the excuses you want around it. He would have been no better than Krell. Dogma is the one Dogma who ends is up pulling a, it. But then the he does it from a different standpoint. Because he betrayed us. Yes. He, he does he, it from a, a sense of, of betrayal. Mm-hmm. His, he, his action was an emotional action. Which is why in the end he's hauled away in handcuffs. Because he, he didn't do an execution. He committed a crime. He murdered somebody. Yeah. His, his intent was opposite and different from an execution after you're found guilty. You right. know? Yeah, you're completely right. And while, it, while I feel sorry for the life that now awaits Dogma, I think he was the better person to have done it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because now, regardless of where he ends up, he did what he, he thought, thought it was, was right. right. In that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what Rex had told him. Mm-hmm. And, and anyone who's interested in reading a fan-made comic that follows Dogma and Slick and Ahsoka after their own personal events in the show, my friend Elisa made a fan comic. Uh, you can go find it at swdestinies.tumblr.com. And it's really cool what she came up with, where she brings these three characters together um and this was before we knew what ahsoka happens to her and in, in, in star wars rebels so it's all her own little head cannon. <laughs> so if you're interested go check it out and fives ends up telling rex that they've taken umbara that everything's been completed and rex says what's the point of all of this why i mean why and it was very interesting to hear Rex in a very vulnerable state because you always questioning see him, yeah, the whole because he's he's always very confident about what he believes in. He's a, the type of individual that you you see him and he exudes that confidence, and and here he's just I don't know. He has doubts. Yeah, yeah, and and five says it. I don't know, and I don't think anybody knows. But I do know that someday this war is going to end. And Rex says, then what? We're soldiers. What happens to us then? Mm-hmm. So on point yeah. to, to today's, uh, our, our veterans today. Like, what do they do when they come out? Yeah. You know, they serve. Their purpose is to serve. It's not to, like to, a droid that you turn the, off. Exactly. So... so these skills, this this training you give to these men to be something. Once they're done being that, how? What else do they do? do? And, All they know and, is how to fight. And 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 this is the the problem that a lot of them encounter when entering society. And we as a society have not done anything because nobody can tell me because we have not done anything to take care of this we we still have the problems we and we are we're just putting patches here and there yeah and and it is sad it's it really sad is. because we create them and then we totally tight and forget about them yeah out of sight out of mind yeah 
And then and in this case, all they've ever known is war. war. They don't know how to find a job. They don't know how to find a place Outside to live. That violent circumstances, yeah. you know? So it's it's hard. It's and 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 Rex summarizes it so well in in that, you know, we are soldiers. Yeah. What what, what happens? happens? Honestly, personally, I wanted to see because this moves on to the next arc, but mm-hmm. you never get to see the repercussions. Like, did Anakin go, Rex, I'm so sorry about what happened. Yeah. And, you know, what did the council do? Like, I want to know what were the repercussions of this? Did they commend the clones for doing a job well done? Or did they just dismiss it and go, oh, okay, you <laughs> can go on to this next mission. I, I, I really want to know what came after that. And, and then we know that another soldier who figured out to do the right thing was Finn mm-hmm. in, in Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yep. He knew that killing these people was wrong, and he knew that he needed to break out this pilot, not just for the cause, he was trying to get himself out, but he knew that he couldn't kill those people on Jakku. That's why he wanted to get out. Because, because he didn't want to kill. And he didn't want to be sent back to reconditioning. Yeah. Oof. That's another thing. Is there reconditioning for the clones? Because their condition in the first place was to say that they don't recondition them Mm -hmm. afterward if something goes wrong. Like, imagine seeing Slick in a future episode and him acting like everything was totally totally okay. okay. Yeah. That's scary. Because you're controlling... Not only are you having these people fight your war and and breeding them for that, but then you're also controlling every aspect of their Their lives. Well, they're slaves. They're slaves, yeah. Oh, man, that was a very intense arc. It's and if you think about it, Jedi are slave masters. They are. They really are. I, I think this is one of the finest arcs, pieces of storytelling in the entire series, and if not all of Star Wars. It's up there with what Star Wars Rebels did with the world between worlds and the final episodes of that, of that series. It's, it's masterful what these people did to show that aspect of the clones' lives and what yeah. they have to go through. It was a, a, a tough force for, for episodes. Um, episodes. Yeah. And you made me watch them again. <laughs> you know, glutton for punishment. Because <laughs> I, ha- I had to see them twice. Yeah, there's you know, a, there's a lot that goes on in them. In, the, yeah. in them. And, and it's so f- they're so fast-paced. Yeah. That um, you really don't want to miss anything. You yeah. you you really want to absorb absorb everything on yeah. on them. Alrighty then. Well, that's it for today's episode. Stay tuned for our next Rebels chat, where we'll talk about the next batch of Star Wars: The Clone Wars episodes. In the meantime, make sure to rate and comment on iTunes and Stitcher. Visit thewookiegunner.com and follow Rebels Chat and the Wookie Gunner on Twitter. And we also have a new host site. I know on Twitter I put, we have a new host. <laughs> and people are like, oh no, what Where's happened to Ma? Ma? <laughs> that was so sweet. Oh my God. I was, I, I, that almost made me cry. I like, oh like, my God. That was a poor choice of words on my part. And so we have a new host site. And you can find all of our episodes on rebelschat.simplecast.fm.fum. 
Um, and if you haven't done so already, please follow our podcast network on Twitter by searching for We Are Escape Pods and tune into Unmistakably Star Wars and the Sky Talkers podcast for more Star Wars news and discussion. And may the force be with you. Always. <laughs>